0: Here is the thing you cannot do with this tool. Use it as evidence that you aren't a good business owner, that you aren't running your business the way you should, that you're screwing everything up. No, it's not that. It's not evidence of your failure. It is a tool to measure where you are and for you to continue to get better. Just like every other person out there, they are just working to get a little bit better. Let the fact that you are measuring your business, these aspects of your business, be the evidence that you're getting better. Your business is getting better. It is well documented that if you want something to improve, you need to measure it. If you need your business to improve faster, you need to measure it more often. Welcome to Pivot Me, where we give business tips and mental hacks so you can move past your biggest obstacles. And live the life you've earned. And now your host, business advisor and performance expert, April Garcia. For years, I made large companies larger and rich people richer. Now I coach driven entrepreneurs to hack success, create more time and get better results through high performance habits, the multiply me method and a little mental gymnastics. On Pivot Me, I talk to thought leaders and experts sharing our successes, our many scrubs, and how we can all use both to move us to the next level. Join us and learn real simple steps to pivot you and your business towards the life you've earned. What do you say if someone was to ask you right now, how's your business doing? I think you'd say, well, good. Would you maybe go a little deeper and say revenue's up, down, a little bit of a shoulder shrug? This is what most people say, most small business owners say, when you ask them how their business is doing, maybe they don't want to bore you with the details. Maybe they're just not really sure exactly. They've got kind of a hunch, but they're not entirely sure. When I sit down with small business owners and ask how their business is doing, they usually give some form of a, okay, it could be better. Many of us do that. So if you do that, don't worry, you're not alone, but we got a tool for you. So if I push them to go a bit deeper, they usually, that results in a revenue number. Well, we're up or, um, you know, hey, we're closing 2 million a month consistently. That, that's good, that's up from last year, which is great. It's good to know how much money your business is making. Um, it's not necessarily what the amount that you're keeping, by the way, but um, that's, that's good. That's, that's one metric to know. They may mention a new product or service, but it's hard to put our businesses into quick perspective until now. Do you remember back in episode 53, how to rebalance your life with the Wheel of Life tool? We talked about measuring areas of your life on a scale from one to 10 to get sort of a quick read on you, on your life. If you didn't catch that one, I highly recommend you go back to episode 53 and give it a listen. We even did the work for you and created a worksheet so you can just download it for free there, but it's in the show notes. That episode gave rise to another insightful tool that we're going to use today to help your business and help it very quickly. So most of us want a quick read on our business, but we don't want to spend hours pulling together data and charts and every month to understand where we are. It might be necessary, but man, if you're if you're a small business, especially if you're in the first sort of three to five years, it's just a there's a lot of fire drills that happen there, right? It's like you're you're barely looking at your accounts to make sure you can make payroll. Digging deeper than that feels just like one more thing to do in an otherwise overwhelming list. Now, hopefully if you've listened to several of our episodes, we've given you a lot, a lot of tools to give you back more time and to make that to-do list more manageable. But we also want to give you this one too. So I want to give you a very quick tool to assess how your business is and where there are areas of growth. And by the way, the areas of growth often aren't where you think they are. So before we do that, let's recap on what the Wheel of Life is and then we'll talk about how we can use it for business. So the Wheel of Life tool is used all over the globe to help identify areas you focus on and possible imbalances and areas to improve. When you're doing a Wheel of Life, you picture, you know, if you haven't done one before, it's a circle and then you break it into a bunch of slices of pie. Um, Again, you can download ours or if you're writing yours now, so make a circle, make a big circle, big one will be helpful. And then you're gonna cut the circle in half, maybe do horizontal start, and then you're going to cut it in half again, vertical. And then you're going to cut those pieces in halves, sort of like you're cutting a pie, but you're cutting all the pie pieces at once, which eh, brings me to a question. Are you one of those people that cut all the pie in advance? Like there's, there's really two kinds of people in this world. There are people that, that cut pie slice by slice. I'm one of those people. And then there's the other people, the other group of humans that go in and cut the whole pie. They do it with pizza. They do it with cake. I know you've seen them. They cut all the slices in advance. I don't know if it's just because they're trying to make them equal. Maybe they're, I don't know what the logic is. I mean, that does kind of make sense if it's logical, but if it's um, to make sure it's all equal. But when I'm at a birthday party, I always notice like, are you someone who cuts the birthday cake a slice at a time? or do you cut the whole thing? So for this exercise, we're cutting all the pie slices at once because we do want them to be equal slices of pie. Now that kind of made me hungry, but I'm going to push on past. We're going to get this episode done. Then we're going to eat. All right, stick with me. Maybe you're eating right now. You get to eat while I talk, but that that works so well. So... If we're doing our, our our life like we did in episode fifty three, people often label the slices. So this is if you're doing a wheel of life, the 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 slices of the pie are often things like health, my my relationships, my business, my career, spirituality, kids, marriage, finance, contributions, hobbies, fun, adventure. These are all great pieces of your wheel and a great way to measure measure your life. I encourage people to do this quarterly where they're just taking a look at, Hey, these are the areas that I say are important to me. These are the areas that if they were all, you know, at a 10, if they were all outstanding, my life would be great. And you can put whatever you want on there. You, you know, you label them however you want. So you've got your slices, you label them, and then you're going to add sort of these tick marks starting from the center of the circle and that's going to be a one. And then they're going to be tick marks all the way out to the edge of the circle, which is where the tens are. Now, each slice of pie gets a rating of one to ten. One meaning they are terrible, causing you tremendous amount of pain. Ten is they are outstanding. Couldn't be better. Rarely do I see ones and tens. Usually people rate their slices between three and eight. That's pretty normal. Now, if you rate a slice, for example, let's. Let's pick a fun one. Let's say the adventure slice. So if you give it a six, well, the space between the six that you gave yourself currently today, this is where I said I sit at a six. The space between that and a 10, that's the growth gap. That's the opportunity zone. I'm telling you, you need more adventures. And I'm going to tell you, adventure is always on my wheel of life. It's on my wheel of life because it is very important to me and I want to prioritize them. They matter a lot to me. My life is better and richer and more fulfilled when adventures are in it. And yet when I get stressed, I cut those things out. When I am under pressure, I cut those things out. So I purposely put these things in I purposely measure them so that I make sure that I prioritize adventures. And then I rate myself. I'm aware of when I have a big growth gap and I work to close it, aka go have some adventures. And again, the power of this is when you're done with this, you you got a number on all your slices. It gives you an idea of where your life is today, but that's only today. These are all areas you can immediately influence. If I give my health a five, I can literally start walking every morning the next day, during listening to my audiobook I'm going to walk 20 minutes in the morning I can swap out my order in lunch for a green drink 2 weeks later I could be giving myself an 8 on the health chart so obviously you know these things can be shifted real real quick if you want to make swift changes in your life measure the results often when you see an area that's important to you but you haven't thought about your contribution to it and like say for example you you give it a 4 It sounds off the alarm bells. I've watched many people fill out the Wheel of Life and they add kids or marriage or health to the Wheel of Life. And then there is the look of dread when they rate the area that is so very important to them, so very low. No reason to take out the bat and beat yourself up with it. When we know better, we do better. And honestly, when we aren't intentional about it, either through a measurement tool like this or just bringing daily intentionality to it, we let it slip. We address the dogs that bark the loudest. And that's not always the ones that need to get fed the most. So how do we apply this wheel concept to our business? Let's get into it. I'd like to talk to you. I'd like to talk to you each and every week. If you are here and you're leveling up your business and life, hopefully we are talking through this podcast, but let's talk in real time. Look, if you know you are capable of more, but don't just want to work more, we should talk. If you know you've got bigger goals, maybe writing a book, a TED Talk, learning to sail, finally doing that half marathon, maybe you wanna disrupt an entire industry, but you already feel pretty busy with your current life and business, what's the next step? Well, we should talk. I got a lot of options, a lot of exercises, a lot of things that will shortcut your success and help you reach that next level of success. You can book a free 15-minute call with me right on my website. Go check out theaprilgarcia.com and get your time slot booked. Let's connect real time. So same idea, you draw the same wheel, cut the same sizes of pie, but the labels will be different. So you can do this yourself on a piece of paper right now, or you can shoot us an email, we're happy to send over ours. Again, that's info at pivot-me.com, but you can do this in a journal or piece of paper right now. So get the wheel in front of you, cut your slices up. Now you might wonder, well, what labels am I going to give those slices on my wheel of business? We got you, here are some that we recommend. Okay. So many business owners, of course, have revenue on there. Very common. The more specific one is profit. Profit is important because revenue is for show. Profit is for dough. However, that can take some calculation and you might want a measurement that's faster than profit. I've seen many small business owners simply write finances as a slice of pie. Here are some other slices. Sales, are they up? Are they down? Do we feel like they're moving in the right direction? Give that a one to 10. And again, we're not actually, we're, we're turning this into a metric, but it's not like you have to write down our sales are at this amount. This is just kind of like a gut check of where do you feel like sales are right now? Here's another slice, branding. How's your branding for your business? Does it feel on point? Is your language right? Is, does the messaging feel on brand? What about the visual components, the graphics, the colors, the font, the images of the people you use? Do they feel like your ideal client, your avatar? Give your branding a one to 10 in your business. Now, again, some of these are gonna be applicable for you. Some of them aren't. I'm gonna give lots of examples so you can pick the ones that most apply to your business. Another one, big one. Marketing, how's your marketing? Give that a one to 10. Again, 10 is outstanding, one is terrible, painful. You're embarrassed about your marketing, give it a one. But give marketing should show up. Marketing almost always shows up on this. So I'd highly encourage you to put marketing on your wheel of business. Next, let's look at your customer service. Is it positive? Does it make sense to your customer? Like, is it an intuitive process that they feel seen and understood? Is your product great, but your customer service and delivery crappy? Give it a low number. If your customer service calls in and they talk to Kathy, and if it's before 10 a.m. and Kathy has her second cup of coffee, she's rude, it's going to affect your customer service. If your customer service is remarkable, you know your customer really well, they know you care about them, very important, seamless process. Employees that engage with them are positive. The clients send over referrals. Ding, ding! That's the biggest indicator. These are all reasons to give yourself a high score for customer experience. You ready for the next one? This one's always a doozy for small business owners. Doozy, doozy. What am I? Eighty-five. Um, I'm going to stick with it. This one's always a do. This is a doozy for our small business owners. Processes do you have great processes at your company? That was one of the first things my integrator at PivotMe did. Most small businesses don't make time for good, solid, and written processes, but there is a rub there. So so I I get it. A lot of people are like, who's got time for processes? But here's the truth of it. If you don't have time for processes, then you never have time. Do you have a customer onboarding process dialed in? Do you have it written down? Do you have a legal process? Your contractors, how do you handle customers? Think about the processes. Again, if you're under three to five years in business, don't beat yourself up if your processes aren't documented, aren't well documented, maybe not documented at all. I worked with a client for for years who'd been in business over 10 years and none of his processes were documented. Here's where this can become a problem. If you keep onboarding new employees and they don't succeed... Yes, look at your hiring practices, but also look at how well your processes are outlined. That's a big problem when you're onboarding someone new. So one to 10 on your processes. Again, these are just some suggestions that we use, but you pick the one that works best for you. So the next one we've got here is culture. How would you rate the culture of your company, small business owners, if you don't think you have a culture yet? You do, and it's being set by someone else. Take the time to craft the culture of your business, the culture that you want that's based off of the, the vision that you have before an employee does it for you and it may not be the one that you want. All right, let's quickly go over a few more. So I'm gonna throw out some other ones, product or service. So here in my company, we've got the Pivot Me Academy. That's a product. Now I can rate that from one to 10 on how I feel it's going. We also have another product, Multiply Me, our digital course. Now here's the thing. You don't need to list all your products on your wheel of business, especially if you have a big suite of products, but you should be reviewing your product suite routinely to spot the rock stars and to cut the has Other things that you can measure on your wheel, marketplace. What's the marketplace conditions for for your business? Employee appreciation. Do your employees know that you appreciate their contribution? Um, Leadership. Leadership's a big one to measure. Uh, Staff, the the people that work there. Don't forget one important piece though. So we've talked about a lot of things that you can put on your, your business wheel, but here's a real big one that I don't want you to forget. I want you to rate you as the business owner like literally give yourself a one to 10. You don't gotta show it to anybody, it's okay. No one's gonna know if you gave yourself a bad score, but you should be rating you. You're running the business, you're the CEO. Here, here's why that's so important. So let me get, let me give you an example. One of the best practices I do with business owners, one of the best when it comes to staffing is I ask them the most important question I could possibly ask them around staffing. So when a leader is looking at their team, I ask them this. Would you, without hesitation, rehire every one of these people again? And the truth is, a lot of times there's a bunch of no's. A leader will look at their team, a business owner will look at the team and go, gosh, you know what? I wouldn't rehire several of them. I mean, now they're here and it's complicated and they've got backstories and all the things or we've just, you know, got hope that things will turn around. But if you look at your team and you say, there's some people I wouldn't rehire again, That answer should speak real loudly to you. Now, I'm not saying just go out and, you know, fire these people, but I'm saying you got to get curious as to why you would not rehire them. Do not ignore this data point. So why do I tell you this thing about staff? Because I want you to ask the same question about yourself. Would I rehire me as the business owner? That's that's one of the problems with being the leader is who's evaluating us. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. But for so many reasons, partially because there's no other person above us that's looking down and go, oh, yeah, you didn't do that right. You know, you might be an employee that hates employee reviews. Some people do. <laughs> the truth is, is that when you're at the top, you kind of wish you had one because you're like, do I have some blind spots? Spoiler: We all do. So unless you've got a board you know, or or a mentor or coach, I hope you have all of those things, or at least some of those things. It's real hard to see where your blind spots are. And even those people don't see the whole picture. Be honest with yourself on this. Don't leave you off the list. Give you a rating of one to 10 as the business owner. Now, let me give a little insight on this. Usually when I have people do this, they're like, damn, I'd fire me. So if you're feeling that right now, don't worry, you're in good company. Some months we kill it. Other months we think that, you know, there should be a hostile takeover and we should be ousted. Don't judge yourself too harshly as the business owner. This wheel of life should be a quick measure, but not a bat to whack you over the head with. These are areas to get curious about. If you give customer service a six, don't freak out. You don't need to completely change the direction of the plane. You just need to make like a two degree shift. Okay what is one small thing I could do this week to improve customer service? Don't, don't think, ah, oh, we gotta totally redo our customer service. It's terrible. We gotta fire people. We gotta change this. No, 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 hold on, hold on. What's well, just something little that we can do to move you know that nose of the plane over just a little bit. It could be a thank you note. It could be a free gift, a survey asking what our, what our clients want more of or less of, but just a little shift in the right direction over time starts to really compound. If you gave your leadership a seven and you'd like it to be a nine, okay, well maybe bring in a speaker. Um, Get them a great leadership book and maybe pay them to read it or pay to be part of a book club or something like that. Bring an advisor to work with your team on leadership. Just a little shift, moves the plane a lot. Again, this is just a very quick look at how your business is doing, but it's very effective. It's, it, it helps you get curious about the areas in life that we need to be looking at, but we're not always following closely. We do once there's a fire in them, but I want us to be get, getting these kind of these temperature checks along the way. So ideally you're doing these evaluations every month, at least quarterly, but but you know, if that's not gonna happen, ideally quarterly, try quarterly, you better be doing them annually. And as, as far as your annual meeting, Do it offsite, by the way, guys. I've said this before, but don't do it in your office. There's too many distractions. Get yourself untethered, ideally, in a creative space. Now, do you have to go to a spa in, you know, I don't know, Costa Rica No, you don't have to do that. I don't mind a Hilton Hotel conference room. They're amazing. I just left one. It was filled with coffee and bagels and bright ideas and it was fire. Get yourself one of those flip charts that are the stickies like ends up with giant post-it notes. They're my favorite. You can write out your business. You can chart your path. You stick them up on the wall. You cast a vision for where you are headed, but get an idea of where you are right now. Now, before I wrap this episode up, I'm gonna take off my business advisor hat and I'm putting on my coaching hat because our brain can do tricky things. They can do tricky things with exercises like this. So I just wanna head this off at the pass in case your brain's going there, we're gonna stop it right now. Here is the thing you cannot do with this tool. Use it as evidence that you aren't a good business owner, that you aren't running your business the way you should, that you're screwing everything up. No, it's not that. It's not evidence of your failure. It is a tool to measure where you are And for you to continue to get better, just like every other person out there, they are just working to get a little bit better. Let the fact that you are measuring your business, these aspects of your business, be the evidence that you're getting better. Your business is getting better. It is well documented that if you want something to improve, you need to measure it. If you need your business to improve faster, you need to measure it more often, when we face things as they are, when we take an honest look at them. And again, I'm not saying this should be a multi-hour process. I mean, I'm just saying even a gut check. But as we measure them, we understand where we are. We get curious about why we rate things lower or things higher and, and we start to understand, hey, there's things that lead up to this and there's things that happen after this and get curious about those things. So let's recap. Let's do a little recap. Today, we talked about how we can use the concept of the wheel of life and apply it to our business. It is a way you can measure the health of your business in under five minutes. You can pull it out, do it on a sheet of paper right now. And then you can make tiny two degree changes, tilt the nose of the plane just a little bit that really compound over time. You turn the sixes into sevens and eventually get to the eights. Don't try to turn a six into a 10. It is daunting, overwhelming. And then you'll end up not doing the project most of the time. So instead. Just turn your sixes into sevens, your fives into sixes. Just We're just looking for one little tiny bump. Your business, your clients, your employees, they're all worth it. Now go do your will. And if you need help, reach out to us. We got you. Thanks. Thank you so much for dialing in today. And don't forget, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love what you hear, give us a five-star review. It means the world to us. Hit me up on Instagram at TheAprilGarcia or check us out online at pivot-me.com. This is all made possible with the support of you listeners, the numerous contributors, and our clients. Our music and production is by the amazing Rockwood Audio. Join me next time for more tips on how to hack success. And until then, make it a great day. Thanks, guys. You guys are amazing.